Welcome back to the GHG Cast, a window into the world of a Canadian company with a big idea to become the global reference for greenhouse gas emissions in the interests of reducing them. I'm Alexander Milas, and for this quick cast, we sat down with research scientist Sarah Mercible, an expert in the field of greenhouse gas emissions from reservoirs and part of the team who developed GRES, the first-of-its-kind tool for hydropower companies and researchers to estimate greenhouse gas emissions from a reservoir. So Sarah, tell us a little bit about yourself uh, and what led you to the GRES project. So right now I'm a research associate in Eve Prairie Lab in University of Quebec in Montreal. I did my master with Eve and um, he had this request from uh, IHA, which is the International Hydropower Association, to develop a model predicting greenhouse gas emission from reservoir. And in fact, he thought about me for the job because my work for my master was looking at greenhouse gas emission from lakes. And he thought the knowledge that I had uh, was good to be involved is in this new project that he had with IHA. I see. So are emissions from hydro a significant issue from your standpoint? Well, the the main point uh, about uh, greenhouse gas emission from hydro is that it's super variable. So this is why it's important to look at them, make research, uh, do scientific work, because when we think about um, a power plant, um, a normal power plant, it will be taking some material, burning it, and getting both energy, what we want, but also greenhouse gas emission. And this is pretty easy to calculate. In hydro, we are taking water, we run it to tunnel, to a turbine, and we produce energy. So the energy production itself doesn't produce any emission, but it's the previous step that we need to do. In order to produce energy with water, we need to store it, and we need to impound land to get this water stored in advance and ready to use. And the greenhouse gas emission are uh, produced in this impoundment and not through the energy production itself. So that's why it's super important to study it because it's more um, the environment that is producing the greenhouse gas. So it's a different type of emission than any other type of energy production. What are the types of emissions related to hydro? Is there just one? So I mentioned that the emissions are not coming directly from the energy production, but from the impoundment itself. And there are many types of emission. This is what makes uh, predicting greenhouse gas emission from hydro so complex. So the first one is if you have greenhouse gas emission in the water of your reservoir, then it will diffuse simply at the surface. So this is one simple type of emission. It's the one that is more known in the subject. But then you have a second type of emission that is occurring in lakes as well and a lot in reservoir. It's because methane, uh, greenhouse gas, is mainly produced in the sediment uh, that were impounded and not in the water of the reservoir. And the methane, when it's produced, it will accumulate create bubble, and then those bubbles, when they're big enough, they're released, and they're going from the sediment of the reservoir to the atmosphere. 
So this is the second type of emission. And the third time type, which is the one that links our work at the GRES with the work that GGSAT is doing, is the degassing part. So when you have a hydropower dam, you most likely want to draw your water as deep as possible in your reservoir. So you don't want to take necessarily surface water. And in reservoir, deep water tend to accumulate a lot of greenhouse gas. So it stays there and it gets trapped there. So then you have the intake of the dam that is drawing all this uh, GG uh, uh, gas um, rich water brings it to the tunnel, to the turbine. This has a lot of pressure in order to make energy. And then all this water is released downstream. It releases the water, but at the same time, it releases all the methane contained in this water. This process is called degassing, and it creates hotspot of a greenhouse gas emission that is normally exactly at dam site or at the powerhouse. And this emission is so intense and located in a small area that the satellite from GGSAT could see this type of uh, greenhouse gas emission and probably not the other one. So this is a cool thing about both of our work. We'll be able in the future to use both of our work and check if it matched. So this is a very nice step forward in uh, predicting greenhouse gas emission from reservoir and measuring it. I see. So, so tell me a little bit about what the GRES tool is. Now, now what does it do for the layman? So as a part of this project with the International Hydropower Association, they wanted us to bring the scientific uh, background and the scientific knowledge about greenhouse gas emission from reservoir. They wanted us to build a model, a strong model, backed by the science that has been thus done in the previous decade. But they really wanted this work to be easily available for the industry. So they, did, they didn't want it complex model to be used in Excel spreadsheet or um, any other interface. So they asked us to develop the GRES tool, which is an online free interface that uses the model that we develop and can predict greenhouse gas emission from reservoir after the impoundment. So this is a really great tool because it allows to get emission without going on the field which we know is very uh, time consuming, expensive, and you need to have the technical knowledge to do it. And maybe one really interesting point about the GRES is that we developed the model using easily available data because we wanted it to be easy to use. And one nice output of this is that we can predict greenhouse gas emission from future projects with this tool. So, so what is the state of the industry right now? I mean, with so many more dams being built around the world, what do you predict for the future? So, of course, more dams means more uh, greenhouse gas emission. But in our uh, reality right now of moving toward renewable energy, we want to decrease this carbon footprint. And uh, we know from what we learn by measuring emission from reservoir that some reservoir are doing really great in terms of greenhouse gas emission. 
but some projects in the past were built and are doing pretty bad in terms of greenhouse gas emissions. So having the GRIS tool is a super interesting way of looking at future projects at different options and choose maybe the one that has the lowest carbon footprint. So amongst all the other elements uh, involved in the decision of making a hydro project, now we can include the carbon footprint by using uh, the GRES tool. So it will help us making better decision to decrease our carbon footprint. So I guess at some level, it really sounds to me like it's a it's a new lens, and it's allowing to, us to see some some very interesting and important new things. Yeah, of course. Um, in fact, like thirty years ago, any researcher would have told you that there was no greenhouse gas emission from reservoir, and then we realized that there are, and we still have so much to learn. But our tool helps us to go further and better understand what is going on and we're still the tool is an evolving tool so it will change over time because the science behind is not a hundred percent setup we are still adding some new emission types uh, we are working on it but we are really happy in, in the with the version of the model that we have right now an exciting development indeed. Sarah, it's been a pleasure to chat with you. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you for inviting me to this podcast. This has been a GHGSAT QuickCast. We have many more stories to tell. You can subscribe to us at ghgsat.com or find us where all fine podcasts are found. If you enjoyed this podcast, don't forget to leave us a rating on the podcast app. And for more on GHGSAT, follow us on LinkedIn and Twitter at GHGSAT. Big thanks to John Mitchell and Lonely Robot for the music. Until next time.